But if you were I really think, a great friend, you'd scan the hard copy and, and I will I'll do you one better, Mike. Just for you, I will freaking read it and record myself reading it. Okay. <laughs> Chapter two. I can't wait. You tell that me what access. And we would hear, Kitty, move. Kitty. <laughs> God damn it, Kitty. I'm trying to read Michael book. Please. It's Wednesday, November 21st, 2012. This is episode 33 of Yats. It's yet another tech show. Yet another tech show.com. That's our site. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, we have Ant Pruitt. What's up, Ant? What's going on, gentlemen? We have Larry Press. What's up, Larry? Howdy, guys. Mike Rothman, of course. What's up, Mike? Evening, gents. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Absolutely. Almost time. Almost time. Uh, Is there any exciting Thanksgiving technology? That anyone will be employing uh, this year. We were kind of talking before the show. It'd be it'd be kind of interesting if it, I asked the question: Will people be using like these, like Skype or Hangouts or some sort of technology like that to join family together somehow for Thanksgiving if they're separated this, this by miles? This Thanksgiving, my family is all bringing tablets to the Thanksgiving table so we can be checking out the Black Friday deals while we're eating dinner. Oh, like ordering each other Christmas gifts? Yeah. Now, there you go. There That's you go. the destruction of family. On, a, on AOTA last... That doesn't sound like family to me, you know. <laughs> if they're all... No? Are you, are you saying leave the technology, turn the Wi-Fi off? Tomorrow? I didn't necessarily say that either. I just said it doesn't sound like family. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, sounds like, like I'm buying myself a hundred and fifty dollar plasma tomorrow. Sounds good. <laughs> but it, it um there for on AOTA last night, Shane brought up the uh, Amazon Santa app or something, which kind of makes it easy. You put it on the tablet, you give it to the kid, and the kid like picks what they want, and they send it to Santa or whatever or something like that. I don't know. It, it sounded kind of. Kind of interesting, a, a fun way to shop or get people presents or whatever. But you know, I may have to try that out with the hardheads and and stick that on their tablet because I don't know how many Christmas lists I have here to decipher. <laughs> Just like and, ransom notes to Santa, I mean, they're, they're everywhere. <laughs> and they even about stuck a note on a Carolina Panthers um, cheerleading form. I'm, uh, what? <laughs> Wait, I thought you had two boys. Where's the cheerleading form come into this? No, they they visited the Carolina Panthers, and so they have the, the form from the cheerleaders, like uh, a picture from the cheerleaders. Oh, gotcha, okay. Not a sign-up, like, I want to be a cheerleader. Uh, that okay. would be no. Gotcha, that makes Definitely sense. Not. At least not while I'm around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was also noticing uh, an interesting, interesting social media use with this whole what's going on in Gaza and the Israel, Palestine, and it's it's not like before where you and I know Mike and Larry, you guys know this when when something would happen or whatever, you got what you got from the news, and that was kind of it. 
But now we're, we see, and we've said this before, but we, we see people that are actually there being like, holy crap, the building I'm in is rumbling because there's Apache helicopters outside blasting missiles. Or holy crap, this guy just died because he wanted to see the Iron Dome in action and it missed a rocket and it happened to land in his building. Like, and I don't know, you're reading it from people that are there. It's it's really interesting use of it. People are saying, has the war kind of transcended, you know, bullets and 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 brawn and just kind of now we have that, but we also have it digitally. Well, you know, the thing interesting to me is the. Israelis are are winning the uh, military and the technology war with this Iron Dome defense that they have engineered, a brilliant military use of technology. But the uh, the uh, Palestinians, I think, are winning the PR war. You know, because every night they parade the you know the the weeping hospitalized children who have been hit that day by the Israeli uh, bombardments. And you definitely, you get two different sides depending on what you're watching. Like if you're watching Al Jazeera or if you're watching, you know, Fox News or or whatever, it's kind of interesting the different spins. I don't know what do you call that. Guys, I mean, there's bad on both sides. It's hard to see any good in this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I really agree with what Matt said. Like I I watched Andy. Uh, Andy Carvin's thing, and I, I saw one post, uh, it was from a guy, a, a BBC person, and he had retweeted it, and the guy said he had just been with his BBC colleague whose son had just been killed, 11-year-old son. I mean, that is not mm-hmm. the kind of stuff you used to see um, on TV. Yeah, now. right? It's not like the yay, we're winning parade Stuff. Like, you're seeing all of the collateral damage on both sides of this war, depending on who you follow. And we'll put some links in, uh, at the show notes on yetanothertechshow.com yeah, to some of the Twitter feeds to follow. And you can always just check, what is it, hashtag G-A-Z-A for yeah. a lot of that has that tag in it. So, And it's weird. Like, you, you literally are watching this war unfold through the storytellings of 100, under 140 characters of the people that are there or the people that are covering it. It's it's kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's it's different. It's immersive. Citizen journalism, and and Andy's like a collator of that stuff. And he's he wrote it. He's published a book now. I yeah, yeah. On his Middle East uh, live blogging, and a lot of it, he's he's just got a lot of contacts now, and he doesn't post most of the stuff on his site's retweets. Yeah, 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 that's what all of it is. But he follows the people, and he, I, I guess, vets him as much as you can. And yeah, if you hear him talk, he gets to know. It's legit, him. right? It's it's people he trusts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And like he has, he put in the work. I mean, just like any journalist. And what was he doing before? It was NPR or something? He was, he was at NPR. Uh, he, yeah, and I've known Andy. I've met him a few times. He he was doing a lot of stuff in developing nations. He he put together a book of. Uh, where he went around the world uh, documenting internet cap or you know internet uh, kiosk kind of places in developing nations, um, yeah, that's he's but he just he just went over to NPR I think uh, I don't know, two three years ago. 
pretty crazy yeah, stuff. He really invented live blogging as, as a journalistic form. Well, yeah, more I, so the, the collating and uh, the curating, I think, more right, yeah. than that is, you know, yeah, putting yeah, it together, getting out all of the bad, you know, the, the lying or the not, the fraudulent stuff or whatever, you know. And he's got a really... And it's a broad view. He's got a really, by now, a huge Rolodex of people exactly. in the Middle East. Uh, that's cool. You know, I, I had a... Uh, I think last time we talked, I, I watched, I followed him during the election results because I thought, hey, Andy's the king of the uh, tweeters, right? And it was boring as hell. And I realized that for the election, Andy's thing is that he knows a lot about the Middle East and has a million contacts. Right. It's but a very niche. Know. It's a very niche thing. Like if you want to see that, that's what you, that's who yeah. you follow. But for the election, you have to follow a whole bunch of things. Right, just- which is why it's good to have a broad, you know, yeah. a diverse list of following. Yeah, I wrote a blog post where I bagged on Andy, and then I took it back in the next you know, cor- <laughs> in a correction. Because of that, you didn't know? Yeah, because no, because I realized that I had been stupid. It's true. Andy, following Andy for the election was pointless. For the election, you had to follow Andy and the candidates, and, and you know, I have uh, uh, a group of people that you trust, and then you got a, a neat picture of the election. Hmm. Did you like Obama? Did you guys see that the most retweeted post ever was Obama uh, saying uh, four more years with a picture of him and Michelle? Yeah. What What were the numbers on that? It was also the most liked picture on Facebook. Was something? Yeah. It, it had like a. Re- ridiculous amount of of play on that yeah i don't re- i have no i no recollection of the numbers but i think they said justin Bieber was in second place and and obama smashed him finally yeah <laughs> is that saying something for the maturity of the network itself is that it used to be all about this but now people are using it for more legitimate use i doubt it no, potentially. <laughs> potentially. That's not what we meant. Not, we we know Bieber's not going to go away. So. Bieber's going to go away. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's cool about the net. It's big enough for uh, both. You know, it's it's infinitely expandable. Have any of you guys been messing with Windows Eight much? Yeah. Did you know there there's a Venture Beat piece that had a. They they wrote about an interesting way to get a free copy of Windows 8 Pro right from the website, no cost. Uh, so if you if you go to download the free Microsoft Windows Media Center upgrade, uh, you get it. It's offered till January 31st next year. Uh, Windows 8 Pro will be permanently activated. It's an odd little side effect, I think. Is that is that intent? Uh, seems- I'm guessing probably you know not. Now I know about it. They probably fixed it. They don't. Was that a bug? Uh, yeah. Which thing has been fixed? I don't know. Somebody try it right now. <laughs> I've been I've been dragging my feet on this for for weeks now. And you don't want it. May, this may change jump? my mind. Is it is it really the Vista? Has did the curse hold true? Is it really just garbage? Well, I mean, I know Mike has has a lot of rave reviews about it. And Mike, you love it. As as we talked to to um. Chris Miller a couple of weeks ago, he he liked it on his tablet, you know, the whole interface there. But I've seen it a few times out in the wild in retail, and 
it still hasn't done anything with me yet. But again, that's not spending real intimate time with it and fondling it. Like, like if you were forced, if you were forced into having to use it, you would probably. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I've been thinking about doing a survey of just random users and, and other geeks out there just to see where they stand on it because, you know, Black Friday is around the corner and you know they're going to be giving away a ton of these things. Well, giving away a ton of these devices. Uh-huh. And they're going to be stuck with Windows 8, you know? Yeah. You know, Jacob Nielsen, the uh, user interface guru, yeah. you guys know who he is? He, he did a, a post on his uh, alert box blog this week, uh, kind of saying he was really disappointed in the, in the design of the user interface. He said it's, it uh, imposes a lot of cognitive load on people. Uh, there's a lot of ambiguity. Uh, it's going to be there's going to be a learning curve for everybody. Um, but can't that be said whenever anything changes? Anytime Facebook does any kind of change, people are like, oh, it's different. Well, yeah, it's called change. If it was the same, it'd be called the same. Yeah, but he, he's a little more, um, you know, re- reasoning than that. He'll say, you know, like, for example, the uh, this thing of going to sort of flat icons instead of three-dimensional, he says, well, you can't tell whether they're clickable or not by looking at ah. them. Stuff like that. Right. And I think he's got a point. That being said, I think it's the kind of thing that, you know, a week or two weeks into it, you'll learn this stuff. Um, It didn't seem like it. Well, did you know? I mean, the first Windows experience, did you know what you could and couldn't click on? Or did you learn by clicking on stuff? (laughs) Like, that's, I mean, you got to mess with it. Yeah, he seems to think that, that it'll be harder like, it can like, have a certain level of intuitiveness. The right. they, you, know, they, you don't even know they're there unless you kind of stumble onto them. Right, but isn't that kind of some of the fun, though, too, is like right. when you get a new OS, is figuring it out? I mean, maybe not for everybody, I guess. That's but not for everybody, it's, yeah. that's, that's for tinkers and, and, well, and, you know, but not for... You know, you know, yeah, you know what really learns that way is I watch my grandkids. Kids, yeah. They play games that are complex as hell, and I have no idea. And you ask them, how did you learn all this stuff? They don't know. They can't they tell you how they learned it, but they know it. I remember my mom telling me when I was a kid, they would get me Transformers, and I would always just open the box, throw the instructions out, and just start messing with it until I figured out how it worked. And, you know, once in a while, you'd break one, like, kind of. But for the most part, you figure it out. And I got a I think that's for you, for you, Bozos. If, you haven't, if people haven't figured out by now that you click on stuff, to make things happen on the computer. What are you clicking I, I'm on? I'm about to. I'm about to give up on humans. <laughs> you know, give me a break. Is like, that like, regress? Regress. Let me say this in a serious note about uh, about Windows. It it is sort of a a Frankenstein's monster of an of a user interface in the sense that it's really two interfaces. It's the old desktop, and it's the new Metro stuff. And I think the new Metro stuff isn't very mature yet, and it's frankly not very useful yet. But if you if you use Windows, say Windows 7, Windows 8 desktop is a better desktop than Windows 7. Desktop. And you can live in that that you can atmosphere. Live entirely in it, with with one or two very minor exceptions, where you go essentially you go through the home screen. So, but is it, it a fluid switch, or is it like stop everything, 
let me reboot into this no, other. No, 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 like, no, is it pretty? It's it's that's it good. is virtually instantaneous. Oh, that's good. Like, it's a click of a tile, right? If I remember right, yeah. and it's just yeah, right there. It just it just goes uh, as fast as as the click happens. You're in the other screen. So if you can get past that, for forty dollars, you can install Windows eight. And you've got yourself a better operating system than you had before, absolutely guaranteed. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, I think Microsoft has some lifting to do to improve Metro. It's, Metro is a, a version 1.0 release, and we all know what that means. Well, let me yeah. ask you this: Yeah, like, how do you comp- how would you comp- you know if I think would I want one of those <clears throat> Surface tablets? Yeah, um, I would. I don't, you know, Metro maybe isn't as cool as, uh, you know, as, as uh, iOS, but I really would like the idea of having a file system that I can actually see. Yeah. I, I think it, you know, as a tablet thing, even though, you know, all these user interface things aside, it seems to have some advantages too. I've only messed with it on a laptop that didn't have a touch screen, so. Well, you know, it, it, it's got a real file system. It's got a USB port that actually lets you yeah. uh, connect other devices and have them be recognized as other devices. Uh, uh, I think if, if you were thinking about a tablet, you've got two decisions to make. Do you want a, the RT-only tablet that runs on ARM chips, or do you want an, an RT plus traditional Windows 7 desktop full-featured, in which case you, you, you've you got some choices now. You'll have some more choices after the first of the year, you know, essentially six weeks from now. You know, I've been, I, I agree. I would want the, the Pro, as they say, so I could run, because I've got a bunch of Windows apps that I really want to run in my yeah, yeah. But you know what I would consider what would be really fun to just live with for a while? Would be a laptop with a touch screen. I bet you'd be end up. Going I have one of those, yeah. and it's right. it's if not good. It's it's no good. I don't have Windows eight on. It's just running seven, but it's it's because what it is is the hardware is not good. Like the touch screen on it, even with the pen, like it's not as sensitive just because it's older hardware. Like maybe if you had a top of the line mm-hmm. new Surface or something, it'd be a lot better. Yeah, and Windows seven is not. Um, like I would assume that if I had a laptop with a touchscreen and I wanted is like if I want to if I'm sitting and browsing the web I go you know Control Plus to make things bigger. Right. I bet it would be natural just to reach out to my laptop screen, spread my fingers. I, you know I I have the feeling that it. I re- but is that more natural than holding Control and mouse wheel? Like we're used to now, you Control mouse wheel it does the same thing. Well, not for moving a cursor, but like say. Well. For I don't know, for expanding, the, for zooming in and zooming out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I haven't gone to one of our f- favorite big box retail stores and, and checked out the all-in-one computers. It's got the touch screens with uh, Windows 8. Maybe that's something I can go do and, and piss off the representatives there by telling them to leave me alone. And just like, uh, you should go the other way and just completely interview them on it. Yeah. Oh gosh! See, that might aggravate the crap out of me. <laughs> like you, you love this. You you love it. Touch touch it and tell me about it. You know, read but read I, to me off of the box. 
kind See, sir. All, yeah, and that's all they'll do. But yeah, my right. experience has only been on laptops. And again, wow. I just don't think that uh, this interface is going to thrive on a laptop. Now, do you think it, they're going to run into a big problem that people are going to expect it to be like, like you've been making Windows this whole time, Windows 7 is polished, it's nice. Why is this starting back at 1? Like, do you think people are going to have a hard time making oh, that okay I, I in their head? I think people already are having a hard time yeah, with that. Sure. I, think, I think you see around the net a whole lot of, uh, you know, cry, uh, weeping and wailing about uh, the, the early demise of Windows. You know, so, I had a- I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. So I think they've got to scramble. Microsoft has to scramble. And, you know, apparently there's going to be a uh, interim release uh, in about six months upgrading the Metro operating system. Uh, it can't come soon enough. Have you got an RT tablet? No, I don't. I'm, I'm, I've seen RT tablets and played with them a little bit. I'm not super impressed with them. I'm not going to buy one. Uh, I I probably will buy eventually, like after the first of the year, I'll buy a Windows uh, tablet running on an Intel chip, but not a laptop. Well, you know, there's not there's not a whole hell of a lot of difference. Uh, what are they called? Ultrabooks. You know, do I want an Ultrabook or do I want one of the tablets with the removable keyboard? I really haven't decided that yet. Well, doesn't that depend on what ecosystem you live in? Because if, if all of your stuff is in Google, maybe with one of those Android tablets with the dock is the way to go. But if not, maybe you want a full laptop that has 7 on it or something, which is where you go Ultrabook. The funny thing for me is I do live in Google. Right, yeah, you know? me too. Like a lo- all of us we could easily do all of that on a, yeah. on a Prime or a 7 or a 10 or something with yeah, a keyboard dock. Except Larry. Larry I couldn't do it. just Google. Uh, I need a keyboard and a mouse. Image editing, video editing, <laughs> real type, you know, real uh, PowerPoint presentation. I couldn't live in Google. What's PowerPoint? PowerPoint. <laughs> Who are you giving PowerPoint presentation? Do people still use that? I guess they do. PowerPoint is cool. Everybody bangs. I don't. Oh, what's this saying? If Can I PowerPoint see the fan transition? I like the fan transition. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Mike, my concern is, say I go and do this upgrade, um, and I decide I want to roll back. I wonder if my Windows 7 key, you know, and see, all right, well, I probably can't do that. No, 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 total total rollback. I I mean, I haven't tested this. Could you, it doesn't sound like a very clean, I mean, there's so much difference between the two. Unless it's making an image of it and just, I'm going to tuck this away here for later for when well, you hate eight a, and want to go back to seven. Here it is. That's literally what they do. I mean, they, cre- uh, they, okay. they create a, a, a folder on your hard disk that probably takes up 12 gigs. Of memory <laughs> that's nice. That, that contains the old operating system and it's called windows dot old and it just sits there and at any point you choose to, you can go back to Windows 7 just as you had it before so the upgrade. That kind of sounds or like you can obviously delete. It. That kind of sounds like system restore, though, and that was always a bad thing because when anybody would hit a virus, like that was the first place it would go is make a copy of itself and stick it in those res- uh, restore files. So I don't. I, is that going to have the same, <laughs> the same issues? 
I'm curious. Because that was always the first thing, fixing computers. You always turn that stuff off, and it would wipe all those, and more times than not, that fixed your your issue. Yeah. Viruses aside, if if you're not on an RT, but if you've got uh, a window, you know, real Windows 8, why would you ever want to go back? Why not just go into desktop mode and kiss off Metro? Well, that's the thing. I, I I wouldn't know. What if I just flat out hate it? What if you know? Google Hangouts didn't work with it? And he was like, I got to do this show. I need my Win 7. What's up? Yeah, maybe there's some driver problem. Yeah, I'm bouncing between knows? three OSs right now to make sure I can do our Hangouts on air. You're such <laughs> a digital <laughs> badass. You know, uh, the, the, the desktop I'm using to do this, uh, this show right now with uh, uh, the Google Hangout and all, is a Windows 8 machine. And what what I predict is this, for the first couple of weeks, because there are a couple of things you have to get used to, even if you only use the the Google the, the yes. Windows 8 desktop. A couple of things you get used to. But in the first couple of weeks you're going to kind of fight it a little bit and say, oh, you yeah. know, this is harder. Yeah. And then you're going to get to a point where it's it becomes second nature again. Right. And you're back into using your familiar old Windows desktop with a couple of changes in terms of how you interact with the start screen instead of interacting with the start menu. That's really the difference. Well, Mike, did you did you dive in and get extra hardware, like get the, um, what do you call it, trackpad mice or anything like that no. to take advantage of it? No, I, I haven't. I, I'm thinking about buying one, but I haven't yet. I'm just using a a regular old mouse that, you know, mm. wireless mouse, there it is. It's about four years old. Yeah. And a uh, normal keyboard. And, uh, you know, there are there are perfectly at. You see, I don't spend much time on the, the in the Metro interface. Okay. And when I'm there, what I want to do, I can do with the mouse and uh, mouse clicks. Is, is the driver model the same? Do all the old Windows 7 drivers work with Windows 8? Yeah, they do for me. I, I haven't had anything that doesn't work. Uh, now, I hear that you know there are some people out there who have stuff that isn't supported under Windows 8. But I hear I, everything's in between. But, and we've seen, we've seen from XP, even, even from like 98 to XP, when they started doing that driver support, like it's each each iteration has gotten so much more added to it, so I don't see why they wouldn't have pretty much everything in there supported from yeah. from start. They've been building, you know, building this this library up for how many years now? Exactly. All right, uh, let's move on. Ant, you wrote something. Uh, you did a reader poll on a new domain.net. Are you cutting the cord? What did you find out? Are we in fact cutting the cord? Well, that's still a little, a little bit on the low side, um, but it it just made me think a little bit about people that are that are, are cord cutters. You know, what are their viewing habits right now? Um, well, aren't me, all? I, I'm, I'm I'm sort of a partial cord cutter because I I have the tendencies of a cord cutter, but yet I still have cable. Oh. You know what I mean? And I thought you were a pure cord cutter. Well, no, you got because of the sports. If he was a, right if there? he didn't, <laughs> if he didn't have those, he oh, could. Is the only reason I'm paying, you know, a hundred and something bucks a month for that mm. right there. Mm. I mean, 
Is that wor- how do you justify that? How do you wake up in the morning and get out of bed and feel positive about that move? Because the 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 eight miserable months that there's no football season, I still have all of those games viewable on the DVR. And can you uh. can you see games on on uh, can can you get uh, over the air TV where you are? Yeah, but the problem is, you know, my my team is they're not in this region. So they don't televise. Right, so. Yes, Hangout just ending because of a server error. That is so awesome. Come back. Usually it like comes back. Uh. <laughs> God, I hate. Uh. Yes. And um, and it's not quite. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say a word. All I'm right, just I just on. continue I'm on. Just carry on. Carry on. But yeah, if I if I wanted to watch um, a college football game online on my Google TV, that hardware still isn't robust enough to let me do that um, because of the flash and all of that going on in the background. Here's here's but, what we're going to do, Ant. I'm going to send you uh, this uh, sling box I have. Okay, you remember this hat? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna send I'm gonna send you a sling box, and you're gonna send it to someone in a that has a television that can can receive the stations you want to watch. That's a that's good right. idea. Like yes. here, attach this to your TV for me. Yeah. I'll kick you yeah. down ten bucks a month. Yeah, only during yeah, football season. <laughs> now, and that's going to save you ninety dollars a month. Yeah, and, that's phenomenal. And we'll split it. You send forty five to me, and you keep forty five. Or I send it to me. That. I mean, either or. Uh, <laughs> now, wait a minute. Yeah, what are you yeah, coming this I picture? I give you a sling box for only thirty dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Now this is this is a technologist show, not a bunch of poachers. And now. any oh. movies or TV shows you want, you let me know. <laughs> I'll have them up on that but, server. But no, man. I, I looked at that, and even if I'm not watching sports, okay. I come in here some evenings and and I want to watch a certain sitcom or whatnot, and I never watch it live, even though I have live television. I'm here when that show is on, and I refuse to watch it live because I want to skip through commercials. And then you have folks that have Netflix subscriptions or the Amazon Prime subscription, and they don't have the the whole uh, experience that you used to have, like back in the eighties, when you watch, say, Dallas and Jr. and find out who shot Jr. That suspense that you have from week to week, you know, that little cliffhanger, you know, who shot Jr. and you go that whole week talking about it to your peers, wonder if it's this person or wonder if it's that person. Nowadays, you just take a Saturday or whatever day you're not working run through a whole season or two. Yeah, but yeah. if they're coming out, if it's live TV, you can't do that. You can't do that with The Walking Dead. If you're all caught up, you're watching it just with everybody else and talking no, about it with everybody else. See, that, that's, but that's my point. I, I'm home. There, there are times I'm home when I know my show is on and I will purposely not watch it. Oh. You know? Instead of instead of sitting there and watching it, I, I, I'll I'll find something else to do and say eh, I'll watch didn't it tomorrow they, because I'd rather do a, skip through. Didn't they do a study about that? If it if it's more effective to watch everything at once, a season of a show, or to spread it out week by week, and I think they showed that it's it's really not good for us to consume like 
a whole season of Breaking Bad in like one night or, you know, something like that. Just cramming it down our brain's throats. Just like, watch yeah. this. Watch it all. Yeah, watch the whole great, thing. But it can be fun. We've done a couple of those. It's, Could it's, you do a 60-hour Yats marathon of just sitting in that YouTube playlist watching from episode one to episode 33? Just Battle, Battlestar Galactica. 33 yeah. hours? <laughs> Battlestar Galactica is my crack. Yeah, you know what? It, it's I'll it's scary. And watch it straight through. It, it's scary. We we have all of this stuff that just, like you said, you just cramming it down your brain, and it may not be the smartest thing to do, but we you enjoy it. it you know? But I uh-huh. like you don't do it that often. But my wife and I have done. We've done some Soprano marathons. And I I've watched. Um, and it's only because this is an older show. But I I watched Arrested Development here in the last week and a half that's how i watched it too see i usually consume like that if it's something someone told me about that's been out for a while but if it's if it's stuff i'm watching that's like coming out like revolution or you know walking dead or whatever then it gets consumed just the same uh you know week by week but yeah like i said i'm i'm not a hundred percent cord cutter but i notice just little habits like that with myself my own personal life you know. you know, on the cord cutting subject, uh, what is it? Play on is offering a, which is the sort of online equivalent yep. of a Roku box. They're offering a lifetime membership for forty dollars. I've gotten that email. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think mm-hmm. all of humanity got that email. Well, but, see, I have, I have the service. I, I pay the five dollars a month, but then I saw that just here recently. I was like, huh? I might could just. Go ahead and knock that out. That's like eight yeah, months, and it. it's good. Yeah, I mean, is I, I use that I use that service for some of my Hulu Hulu content that I can't watch on the Google TV. Yeah, and uh, who is it? Uh, I think it's The Verge is carrying a rumor that Microsoft is readying a stripped down version of the Xbox 360. I saw that too. Yeah, that would compete with, uh, that's intended to compete with like the Apple TV. Mm. So think of an Xbox 60 with all those apps that it runs that let you get Netflix or Amazon or any of the other services. That'd be a pretty cool little box to put in your living room. Someone asked me on Google Plus tonight, um, they said, well, I've had a the Sony PlayStation for so long, and I saw Sony had a Google TV, and they said, well, should I keep my PlayStation 3 if I get a Google TV? And I told them, well, if you're wanting to play games, yeah, but if you were using the PlayStation 3 as a media content device, just go ahead and just let the PlayStation 3 go. There's better and, out there for that, right? If Yeah, you know, and, and Microsoft potentially doing something like that with the Xbox 360, that's just another foot in the door because they already got a ton of customers with the 360 and now they can give them more television. Well, and they're starting to do that, right? With the apps, with the YouTube thing, with Netflix. I mean, they, they're there, you know, they're, they're getting there. I mean, they, they know. Do you guys, do you guys mess with console gaming? Have you guys looked at the Wii U or anything yet? There's an interesting review out on, uh, was it GameSpot about the, like what's what's kind of crap with it? I I was kind of I don't know the the idea of the the tablet and the screen uh, and the controller was interesting. I thought 
But they, uh, the they need a refresh, didn't right? I know anything about it. I walked past the, an ad in uh, Walmart just the other night and totally forgot about the Wii U was around the corner. Yeah, yeah. right. I was like, oh, Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo do you still think, exists. <laughs> did they just wait too long? Did they let the Wii sit too long that they got passed or what? Like, you don't really, you don't really think of them as much anymore. I think they rode that wave pretty well, considering well, yeah. they, they knew they wasn't they wasn't really a a gaming um, provider. Well, and how many people you know have a Wii? Like, I know well, so many people. They, everybody wanted one. But it's, All of your it's sitting next to a drops. 360, and it's collecting dust, right? Or it's sitting yeah. next to a PS3, collecting dust. But it was always perfect for the playoff football weekend where you're for watching Mario games Party. And, and, and yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, after, that was the best. After the game, everybody's playing the Wii. You know, you don't have to be a real gamer, but it was it was a great party. Maybe that's mind. what it was. It was like the group party thing, but then we all yeah. got sick of playing the same game, so then it, it kind of went away. Do you think yeah, that they, is the Wii U gonna bring that back? Is it going to make us Wii again? It won't make me wee again. That's only beer makes me do that. I think that came out wrong. <laughs> I knew that was coming. There you go. Well, basically, they're saying that it's uh, not very good. Bloated, sluggish OS, external storage limitations, the lackluster gamepad, so maybe not as cool as uh, everyone hoped it would be. Yeah, at I, least I, he says though hold on at least it's capable of streaming video to the gamepad which is kind of cool hooray. so you can play games like yeah. new super mario brothers u without the use of a tv huh huh yeah it has so to be me i don't have to go and buy the 3ds for no these i can it, just go buy a wii u and let them do it that way no because it, it still has to be within 30 feet of the wii of the of the thing because it's Bluetooth, so okay. if you're you know, walking, you can't take it too far from the. I, I'm not a gamer, but if you are, if you are a gamer, you want to read a book called uh, Damon by Daniel Suarez. Yeah, Damon. Any of you read that? It's it's uh, a mad scientist who uh, dies, but before he dies, he launches this massively. Uh, multiple online uh, real-world daemon that slowly but surely takes over the world. Well, as things start to happen, it's triggered by his death, and then it starts. But, yeah, it's really interesting. Like, it it starts taking, like, online life and making things in real life, like, happen, like killing people and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. What's it called again, Mike? Daemon. Daemon. D-A-E-M-O-N, the... The computer term. Yeah, the computer scripts. <laughs> the daemon, yeah. not yeah. the daemon. By Daniel Suarez. Okay. And, and, and it's, you know, it's uh, uh, shoot em up. Uh, it's good stuff. Science fiction, action, adventure, good stuff. Oh, while we're talking about good books, too, I finally started reading uh, what was the Trojan Horse, the sequel to Zero Day. Well, it's not really a sequel, but it's... Uh, Mark Rusnovich's next book. So good. Did, you, did any of you guys read Zero Day? Negative. Oh, my God. Yeah, so got to put it on my list. Dudes, read it. I'll send you. I have the hard copy if any of you want. It's so good. But then this is the, the second one. 
But if you were really a great friend, you'd scan the hard copy and, and I will I'll do you one better, Mike. Just for you, I will freaking read it and record myself reading it. Okay. <laughs> Chapter two. I can't wait. You tell me what accent. And we would hear, Kitty, move. God damn it, Kitty. I'm trying to read Michael book. Christ. Isn't there a site that does that where people. (laughs) Thank you. Our first sound effect. Well played. Where people do that. Um, Yeah. An open source answer to Book Sunday. Readmeabedtimestory.com. I don't know. If that's not, will you buy that for me? (laughs) And I'll do it. Larry, I, I, I believe that I believe you're right. I think it's yeah. so, called something like "Learn Out Loud" or something like that. I've heard of something yeah. like that too. You could and make a buck or two audible. doing that, huh? Like yeah. if if you could go to a site and just get people like, I want you to read my me telling my wife we're getting a divorce, but I want you to read it, and like you call her up and you're like, you can make some money doing that. I bet it's a good idea. Uh, a uh, like a dear John letter service. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Anything you want, I will. I'll I'll be the messenger. We'll call it "Don't Shoot the Messenger." <laughs> uh, you got to you got to get Siri to do that. That'd be Brilliant. great. All right. Uh, did you guys see the Rim CEO coming out with a fantastic quote? He says, "Hey, we needed to get our act together." I'm glad that they finally realized. Do you think with uh, BB-10, this is is this salvageable? They seem to think so within the private or the um, military, the, the, the sector that needs really secure stuff, which is kind of what they've always been known for. I, was just, I, I, I heard today on NPR just in the car, uh, one of the federal agencies has dropped them. And the and the people on NPR were saying, "Hey, this is that's a real bad sign because the security thing is the government's going to walk away from it because the security thing isn't enough to keep people involved." Well, and because that's their only. I don't remember which one went to iPhone fives instead of Blackberries. Did you yeah, guys and and the coverage I read of that story was indicating that they they went because they were finding the new uh, Blackberry devices unreliable. Huh. huh? Really? Go figure. <laughs> Unreliable. Well, the, the NPR guy also said that that this whole thing of bring your own device that the workers want to bring their own device. But even at government level, like, are you bringing your own? I would kind of want the opposite. No, I, but then actually, again, I've been reading books like Zero and, Day. And at the same time, they said they're going to give them all iPhone five, so it doesn't well, make a lot. Bring your own device as long as it's an iPhone five. It's funny in this in this article on Wired they say the company's epic fall from grace has fueled countless jokes and a constant stream of articles predicting their collapse. Like, have people just been making fun of Rim? I haven't I haven't heard any of that. Oh man, I've I've heard I've heard a lot of it. I, you know, I've heard a lot of the that was sarcasm circling the drain. Yeah, but they, he did. He says on the upside, BBM seven hit beta with a voice feature that allows for free phone calls via Wi-Fi. Huh, that's handy. Uh, and that's the cool. BB tens SDK will go gold on December eleventh, and Rim has announced a global launch date for the slow to market OS and devices. Right, they've been putting this off for a while, hasn't it? It's been delayed and delayed and delayed. And 
you know, like about 18 months. Yeah, right? It's Yeah, it's been But we're crazy. getting close to 2013. That is true, right? <laughs> 2013, it's going to be the year of RIM. Wasn't 2011 supposed to be the year of their comeback? Hey, don't go raining on their parade. 2013. <laughs> all right, all right. And what is your enterprise? Do they just let people bring whatever they want or? Yeah, it would be YOD far as cell phones go. Um, we're we're going to retire our BES server um, probably within a couple weeks. Uh, I think we're now down to about eight users on that server now. You know, when it used to have a couple hundred on there. So we, we just sent out a message to say, hey, look, find you another phone or you're going to lose the BES um, capabilities. They'll have to use the, I can't remember what the other service is called, but it'll still allow them to get their mail going through an exchange server, but it's still, it won't have the same um, BES uh, convenience, if you will. Like well, and is it, is it weird if the thing that they're touting as this is our new messenger, like people have been doing with tons of other apps on tons of other OSs for the last like, three years i mean this is just free phone calls via wi-fi well yeah skype can kind of do that i mean google voice pretty much like that's not something they should be as like they're this is our best news so far you know <laughs> like that's well, I, I give I, I give the guy credit for acknowledging that they've been in the crapper well for he, sure for sure you know he, he wasn't going to deny it this time because a lot of times <laughs> not this time to come in and say you know hey we just need to pivot this and that we're just fine no he yeah, acknowledged yeah. It. yeah yeah that's a good point because he had those board to members you. after him too i'm sure no doubt thorsten hines prop to you for acknowledging the decline of your company had a good run. Uh, you want to talk about some patent lawsuits? Form Labs Kickstarter getting sued a little bit by 3D Systems uh, over alleged patent infringement covering 3D printing. We we're going to think about seeing a lot of this stuff, right? The more 3D printing comes to the the forefront of like, how can you copyright a design or like stop printing my ideas, like that kind of thing. What? No? Do you know what I'm... Ant, come on. No, I'm sorry. This is Larry's story, though. He knows a lot more about Larry, it than I do. It's not my story. But my what, what you're saying is people are worried about uh, uh, fabricating things, uh, you know, violating copyright by fabricating things? Is that... By printing like, stuff. By, yeah, on a, one of these printing, fabricator, plastic things. Uh, it wasn't my story, and I don't know... Okay. Yeah, I guess it is. I guess you can't fabricate something that's identical to something that's, that, you know, that Apple. But that copied. was never a problem before. But now with 3D printing, it kind of is, right? So I we're going to see I, more. I mean, you couldn't make an Apple iPhone. Samsung found that out. You I mean, could if you made it all out of plastic parts. Which is that? I mean, I did hear a guy, uh, uh, a libertarian kind of a guy. You could make a Howie. Did you hear this? I just get all my news from NPR, I guess, but they interviewed a libertarian guy somewhere in the South, of course. Um, and he is, his trip is he wants to come up with a design for a gun that can be fabricated out of these plastic parts so that people can make their own guns. What do you guys think of that? I'm all for it. 
<laughs> yeah, you're in the south. <laughs> I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm in the south. You know, we 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 like our guns down here. Yeah. Would you, know, you like standard line that criminals all have guns? We just people get... printing them out left and right, just like origami guns that fire real bullets. Print, print them out and hit, get ready for deer season and hey, <laughs> get I'm ready for it. the revolution when our, all of our power <laughs> goes off. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, so is Mike? Mike, was this your story? Yeah. Patent suit, Form Labs, Kickstarter, three D printing. No, not my sto- suit. No, not my story. <laughs> Whose story was it? Whose story? Was on. it my story? Hold on. Wait, Matt, was this your story? No. No. All right. Well, anyway. Stereolithographic. (laughs) (laughs) They're 3D systems. They're filing a complaint in uh, South Carolina District Court that saying that Form Lab stereolithographic 3D printing techniques violate its patents. So. So they're saying their printing technique violates their patents. Right. And so Kickstarter, they're saying, has been dragged into the complaint as the vehicle by which Form Labs is planning to sell. It's printer. So because Form Labs did a Kickstarter for their 3D printer, they're also getting which can you that's not for that, right? They're just a platform for they're just the carrier of the Right. That's like suing Google for search like something you found. I don't I don't I don't know. Anyway, these things are silly. I just thought I'd bring that up for whoever (laughs) put it in the doc. Uh all right. Anything else you guys want to talk about or should we just wrap this up? I'll give you, you're talking about patents. I'll give you a quick patent one. Oh, please. Uh, a uh, Ohio, a right-wing Ohio congressman posted a, a position paper on his website uh, about a week ago, and you guys would have all loved it. I mean, it was a, a well-reasoned critique of the patent and copyright system. The, and the whole system the overall? The United States, huh? The, the whole system? Not yeah, just like one yeah, particular. Well, just yeah, no, the whole software know, I mean, patents in general. This is what's wrong with patents. This is what's wrong with copyright. This is what it's costing the country. I think all three of you guys would have said, "Right on, brother." Well, that's cool. And I'd it, like to see that. Paper. Find that, put it in the doc, okay. and we'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's, at, it's in the doc, but let me tell you, the reason it's the reason I know about it is because the next day the sucker took it down. And why do you suppose he took it down? Because he got a cease and desist letter? I don't know. Why? I I don't know this, but, I mean, it stands to reason, if you ask me. It's because his contributors, like the RIAA and the oh, FDA, they... get that off your website, sucker. Really? I mean, With speculation, obviously, yeah, he didn't well... come out and say, I took it down because I'm a... I don't believe in principle. And I did you ask him for a comment? No. You should. I bet you're right. Yeah, but I mean, sir, sir. Anyway, yeah, I, I put that in the, uh, okay, what is it? I know there's an official name for that document. The the, the, come on, you can do it. This run down. It's in, in the title. <laughs> the pre- in the rundown. Check it out. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Hey, we should we should wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely, you guys. Yes. Are you, are you guys? What are you guys going to do for Thanksgiving? Eat, 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 sleep, and be merry. For tomorrow, we will might die. Right. We're, go, we're, we're going to the kids' house tomorrow to give thanks, and then 
on Friday for for Black Friday, we're going to trample everyone because we don't have enough. <laughs> Hold on, are are and did any of you guys see the whole boycott uh, Walmart on Black Friday thing? Are any of you participating in that? I saw the boycott, and I give those guys credit because they wanted to start start the sale tomorrow, right? I saw the boycott and then saw the deals, and I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm totally kidding. I don't participate." Years now in Black Friday. Is that weird that people still do that though? Like, buy your stuff online three months before. Like, why are you waiting till? I don't know. It seems are the deals that great? Is it worth your life? I know why they do it here in my area. Well, I mean, I know why, capitalistically speaking, they do it. But I'm just saying, like, why do we do it? Why do we participate in, you know? You really get good deals on... That's what I'm saying. Are the deals that great? People die at Black Friday. No, it's it's an idiocy virus around around here. (laughs) That's why why they do it here. We bring guns to Black Friday around here. Not that much. Some Some things have been been fair price but most of the time no i can remember the you know probably three to four years ago with the hd tvs and i remember some of my family were coming to me and say hey man on black friday they're gonna have this hd tv for three hundred dollars and you go and look at it and it might be a 480p tv <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. such a deal did you aunt did you fight somebody for your PS3 last Black Friday? Like did you have to actually physically fight somebody for it? No, you nobody wants to fight me. You seen these, man? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like I, I'm no, just curious it, if it, any of you guys I've have seen some lines and I've heard a few stories. Have you seen some again, fights? Some of my family has gone out. I'll get down for a PS three. Some, some idiocy and you know, there's there's tents and stuff been out here in parking lots. I, I I only thought you'd see that stuff on the news and on the internet. I never thought I'd see that in the. But it comes from some city. Why not yours? Why not mine? Maybe it's mine. Oh. Maybe I go there to instigate it. I go hide all the good stuff, and then people are like fighting over it. It's so great. But, it's like dog but fights, yeah, but with people. The, with Call of Duty and and Star Wars release and all of that at GameStop, you have lines and lines there, but everybody's just so calm. You know, I guess it's because of pre order. It's because they're all socially awkward sitting in a line with a bunch of them, just like <laughs> quiet, quiet, just. I can't wait I've to play in, this I've game. I've been in those lines before. That's the only time I've gone in line. This is game to is going to be the, so great. Game, you know, get the new game. Get. I want to say I went to get the um, Star Wars DVD set too. <laughs> you know. But it wasn't no big issue. Everybody just stood in line and was quiet. It wasn't kind of a party. <laughs> this Poor sounds guy. like the, when when Apple, uh, especially in the old days when they'd announced the new iPhone or something, people just yeah. sitting there all night. But no, I'm I'm not going to do anything like that. I will be on my computer at work watching you online work? football. You got to work? <laughs> I hope your boss didn't watch it. <laughs> My boss will be watching. He'll be, well, he'll be watching. <laughs> yeah. Why are you working? Isn't this vacay time? Yeah, but, you know, the business we're in, we still have to be there. So most of us are going to be gone. I never take that day off because it's like cheating my vacation time. Right. <laughs> makes know. sense. Like, why? Well, I'm just wasted a vacation day, so... 
I will be there bright eyed and well, maybe not bright eyed and maybe not bushy tail, but I'll be there. I'll be there slightly <laughs> stinking and hungover, but hey, I'm here. Hey, Ann, are you are you on call? Like if something crashes, they'll call you in the middle of the night? Uh sometimes, but not very often. I'm the uh I'm the more so the messenger nowadays. We got other people on staff now and I just triage it nowadays and if it's something that I can fix, I'll go ahead and fix it. But most of the time now I just say, Hey, let me go get in touch with so and so and just triage it myself and go that way. Yeah, that's good. Right on. All right, well, everyone, it's been a pleasure. Ant and Larry and Mike. And uh, have a good holiday, and we'll probably be back next week. Yeah, Wednesday. Yet yeah. another techshow.com. Thanks for listening. So check it out. Good night, all. All right, you guys. Go munch turkey. Munch Tech Show. Check us out online at yetanothertechshow.com.